What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us for another episode of Where Is This Going? Uh, we have a great episode ahead of you today. We have Lauren Johnson in the studio, a uh, very talented singer, songwriter, and photographer. Real triple threat, this gal. Um, she just released a new single, which you will also hear at the end of the episode. Uh, it's a great conversation, very soft-spoken, um, but very very wise in her way of thinking and i appreciate that especially coming from someone we're in our mid-20s it's not so often you find wise people in their mid-20s and also maybe my judgment skewed because i'm also 25 so anyone basically could be wise to me but that does not discount her wiseness her wisdom please follow Lauren Johnson at, on Instagram at Lojao. That's L O J A O H J O H. Yeah. Enjoy the episode. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. Follow me at the underscore Hunter Miles. Enough from me. Let's just go to the show. This episode of Where Is This Going is brought to you by Off the Grid, house of the vintage and handcrafted and created in secret. Off the Grid is located at 2863. West Shore Drive, apartment 114 here in Holland, Michigan. Uh, and Off The Grid has everything you need to get exactly that. Off The Grid. Before you go away for the weekend, make sure you get hooked up with a fresh drip, with a new glass piece. Uh, they are a curated vintage apparel shop mixed with a premium glass shop and just here to curate a vibe for you to get Off The Grid. Uh, Barber coming soon. They are like I said, located at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114, open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Check them out. Tell them we sent you, and you will get 10% off of any glass or merchandise purchase. Um, yeah, just mention where is this going, and say what up to Alex and Bruce. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Where Is This Going? I am your host, Hunter Miles. And this is Where Is This Going, a podcast about artists you may not know yet, but hopefully will soon grow to appreciate at the very least. And today in the studio, we have a very talented, multifaceted artist in the studio with us. We have the very talented, again, once again, Lauren Johnson, everybody. Please welcome Lauren Johnson. We'll try to put some applause in post and maybe it'll work out this time. We've had it once. Right but thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This is really cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you think it's cool. I'm glad you think they're cool. Um, sorry, I was a. I think you should leave reference that I instantly thought. I of. haven't watched all of those yet. But you're familiar. With I'm very familiar. My housemate made me watch the one where the baby doesn't think people can change. Yes. <laughs> so I am familiar. <laughs> I'm glad you're in great company. Then thank you so okay, much. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Before we move forward at all, I want you to follow Lauren Johnson on Instagram, Loja Joe. Yep, L-O-J-A-J-O-H. Perfect. I'm glad you spelled it. I was going to, but it... Yeah, it <laughs> gets pretty confusing. The origins? It's my. It's the first two letters of my first and middle name, and then last three of my last name. So, Loja Joe. Yeah, it's, I, I was thinking more of like a Mojo Jojo reference. Some people call me... Lojo Jojo sometimes. Do you not appreciate it? I, I love it. Uh, I never thought I had a It didn't seem like it by the tone. <laughs> well, no, I just like, I never thought I had a name that did well for nicknames. Mm -hmm. But I guess if you have J as one of your initials, yeah. you can always just you go could, by. You could go by LJ, LJ anywhere. Yeah, I couldn't go by HJ, though. I don't. You could. Yeah, it has some weird connotations, Shut I think. Up. There's H. John Benjamin, though. He's a good name. Bob, the voice of Bob's Burgers. The voice of Bob oh. in Bob's Burgers. And the voice of Arby's. The, like... He would do the commercials for like a bit. Like Meat Sandwich. Yeah. That guy? Yes. Wow. <laughs> you you hit it spot on, too. I, that I, was a really good H. John Benjamin. Thank you. Of course. Thanks. Maybe Arby's will sponsor me. Maybe. I think you'd, you'd write a better jingle than a voiceover, but... I'll write the Arby's jingle. Like I said, multifaceted. Um, <laughs> Lauren, what is your, what are your mediums of art? Um, yeah, it's funny to talk about because I, I'm just now kind of starting to consider myself an actual artist mm -hmm. in these mediums. Like these, this is what I do. So I met you as a photographer. 
Well, I met you as a person at a festival. Yeah, so this is a really fun full circle thing. <laughs> right. That's why I the, one of the reasons I think this is so cool is we met like passing by each other mm -hmm. and you had such like your eyes were like so blue. I was like, "Oh my gosh. I want to take pictures of you. Can right. I take pictures of you?" And you were like, "Yeah, and we were going to do it and then COVID." Yep. And now we're here. Beautiful COVID. And then it, it's beyond pictures. Now we're on video. Yeah. We, and we we've, still, we've gone way beyond pictures. Still haven't gotten the pictures. But we'll get there. I guess you can't go beyond without getting to Anyways. Um, <laughs> the way, the direction, <laughs> journey, destination. Exactly. It's not a, make along the way. It's not a lateral <laughs> journey. I think that's, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's not a lateral path. Whatever. Um, photography and music. Yeah. For photography, music, any, well, um, well, I'm like a singer-songwriter. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I play guitar and I sing and write songs. I'm working on an album right now. Um, and I take portraits mm -hmm. and primarily of musicians. Right. So that's what I found I really like to do. And did which came first? Is this a chicken or the egg thing? Uh, your love for music or your love for, for photographing music? There we go. They've, they've really always gone hand in hand, if I really think about it. I, I've always played guitar ever mm -hmm. since I was little. Um, my dad really encouraged me to do that. I was a part of the school orchestra playing double bass, like, all oh. the way up through college. Nice. Um, Did anyone in your family play instruments as well? Not really. No, my dad was a music lover, and uh, my parents are both really creative, mm -hmm. but n never, n not a lot of musicians. Right, so fans of expression, yeah. definitely. But and just really, they they were really cool as parents, too. They just, when I was little, they just... Kind of like threw me into the fire, you know. What 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 is she good at? Right. We found out really quickly. Sports wasn't one of those <laughs> things. Any form of physical activity, hand sports, eye coordination. Yeah, we'll yeah. just leave her out of that. <laughs> but music stuck, and so right. they really encouraged that. And it was also something that I could do no matter where we were living, True. because I was part of a Coast Guard family. I was the only okay. child of a family that moved around a lot. Mm -hmm. So you know, it can be kind of hard to be in clubs or sports or right anything like that when you're changing schools and it's an easy social tool too yeah as well it, you everyone who can play a guitar can also make a friend because of the yeah, guitar exactly exactly and and photography came way later i was in my early teens and this was when instagram was just starting to get big mm -hmm. i followed a lot of photographers on tumblr um yeah. from the area and i was just like oh my gosh I want to be able to capture my life like this. How do they right. do this? How old are you? I'm 25. 25. So yeah. same age. And that, uh, were you, uh, I don't know how to say this without it sounding derogatory and it shouldn't at all. Were you a Visco girl? No, I, I remember I always saw that hashtag <laughs> Visco and I, I feel like I'm not technologically challenged. But, but I still didn't understand that. There's like certain things that, have come and gone things that are here that i just don't yeah or i've tried and i'm just like i don't you're beyond me in the simple fact of a link tree that is new check out uh lauren johnson's <laughs> instagram account <laughs> yeah for her link tree where you can find her spotify links and the links to other projects she's been featured on um low jojo again Th thanks for noticing that took me a minute yeah it, i'm a minute still to figure out okay i still haven't and i think the first the reason I hadn't for a long time was because anyone with a link tree in their bio was also promoting their only fans. And I was just like, it seems like that's I don't have that many links, although I do. Yeah. I, the connotation of it was just yeah, odd don't, to me. I don't have that many. links. I don't need I don't need people to go to a secondary location. Exactly. To view my content quite yet. John Mulaney warned me against secondary locations. As actually. he warned me. Yes. He warned uh, a generation. <laughs> we are the generation of Mulaney. Um but speaking of tech, okay, so technologically, did you have MySpace? No, no, MySpace was well before my time and probably yours too. Uh, I was pretty active on MySpace. Word. Well, I, I wasn't I do think my sister. to have social media for a long time. And that makes sense. Was it the so. military style family? No, no, Just no, parents? It, and, well, cause... it wasn't like a military style family, mm -hmm. it wasn't like a strict family. <laughs> I'm a cool my dad, military dad. Yeah, we, my dad was a cool military dad. Yeah. It, well, it was the Coast Guard, so like we always got that to, is the cool military. Yeah, yeah. It was all. It was more just kind of like, you know, we get to live by the ocean, and mm -hmm. yeah. It, my par my parents weren't strict. Right. They were really like encouraging of the arts and you know that kind of thing. But they're they're the classic parents that were like, 
never ever give your name on the internet yeah. and now they're like <laughs> <laughs> they're the it. ones caught up in scams yeah, they're, no they're no. not caught <laughs> up in scams they're good but it's just it's funny mm-hmm. watching the evolution now we put everything yeah on the internet you know um our, but no, our phones have all of our information oh yeah yeah they, my phone knows me better than i do <laughs> but no it wasn't a visco girl right. didn't understand instagram for a long time by the time i did understand instagram mm-hmm. the algorithms had kind of done that thing where they changed over and it wasn't as easy right. to find what you find what you were searching for it just what it wanted you to see yeah or put yourself out there the way right. the way i had it described to me um was it it switched over and it used to be kind of like the wild west you know where it was all so chronological that if you just use the right hashtags at the right time and did yeah. this you could get thousands of followers really quickly right just whoever was on at that time yeah. seeing that hashtag yeah now it's this whole and it's an ongoing discussion about you know bigger accounts can just get bigger because yeah. they have that momentum already behind them and it's harder now for smaller accounts it's like to get the wealth started. gap in america sort of so. yeah very uh art mimics life <laughs> I, well, I think that's that's both life mimicking each other. Like, like it's just life. <laughs> it's just life. Uh, the rich get richer. But it, uh, by the time I understood it, I I didn't really do the Visco thing. I don't really do TikTok. I've wanted to, but I just, I'm so overstimulated with how many apps I have now. Rightfully so. All the time. Yeah. You know, and they all have a messaging function, <laughs> and it's, I don't know how to communicate. That means any everyone can reach you, no matter what platform they have you on i thankfully i just we uh mainly talked on instagram there wasn't jumping between yeah apps which happens often of course appreciated that um but the to answer your question the the photography (laughs) oh yes i'm so sorry (laughs) we get derailed i I enjoyed i enjoyed that direction (laughs) um the photography came later i was about 16 17 when uh, i got my first camera it was a rebel t3 and little little (laughs) little guy and i just remember i was just taking pictures of everything Mm -hmm. i I didn't want to do it for a career that's not what i was interested in i wanted to take those lifestyle photos right candids of everything yeah like i saw all these um there were a couple photographers in the area that had gotten pretty big had Mm -hmm. gotten some national recognition and their photos were just that quintessential 2010s like (laughs) filmy yeah. kind of tumblery with with the mysterious. Uh, almost like i want to say like the starlights in the background of like a a bright night sky it's um yeah but it's almost like overexposure uh, no, like I'm long exposure long it, exposure, it wasn't yeah. necessarily long exposure it wasn't landscapes that i was super interested in it was like think urban outfitters ad okay. from 10 years ago <laughs> you know yeah like just uber indie hip and i was like oh my gosh how how do they do this mm-hmm. You know, I and I just remember like years not being able to figure it out and just taking a lot of bad photos. <laughs> and eventually those bad photos got a little better and a little better. And, you know, you're just out shooting with your friends mm-hmm. who also take pictures or shooting whatever. Right. And it just kind of snowballed. Honestly, it was just this thing that just kind of I wasn't seeking. Mm-hmm. But it always was just something I could do, something I could offer. Right. So when I started working with Walk the Beat and the Spread the Music Foundation, which have you heard of that? Yes, the yeah. Walk the Beat I have, yes. Right on. Well, it used to be Spread the Music Foundation. Okay. So they're the ones, Dave Palmer, who was the founder, was the one that got me really performing mm-hmm. at a young age in front of people because that's what the foundation is all about. How old? Yeah, 11. 11. Yeah. So I started doing that, and when I got a little older, after I was taking pictures for a while, I helped out with the festival, I helped out with the events, and eventually started helping out at Third Coast Recording Studio, too. Mm-hmm. And photos was always just kind of this side thing I could offer. Right. You know, I'll just like take while you're in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it just, I did a couple weddings, I remember, and I was like, oh, that's not for me. <laughs> I, I do not want to do this ever again. Um, I think it's amazing that people can and love doing weddings, but that's a whole... So when did you start first being asked to take pictures then? Oh, well, well, in high school. Like, yeah. you know, can you do my senior pictures? Can you do this? Can you, you know. But that's still there. good recognition. It was cool. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. And I take people's portraits really seriously um, when someone trusts you with their image. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, it's it's funny. I haven't thought about this progression. Actually, <laughs> I actually haven't thought about my origin story <laughs> as a photographer really ever. Um, but it's just funny how it's. 
kind of snowballed into i primarily take pictures of musicians now Mm -hmm. it's musicians reaching out i found a great scene here in west michigan through all the things i did as a teen and early 20s and yeah it's it's interesting i'm not very familiar with the photography scene um i have two friends in photography devron thomas i don't know if you know him um tyler darland i believe i don't know if he's shouted you out before i'm not sure but um tyler is always shouting out local artists of every facet so that's why i believe he might have but those are two people that i see pretty passionate about photography and i don't see it exercised a lot and maybe that's just my circle um but how did you come into this community of photographers it's it's actually i was uh referring to the community of musicians that's what that's what i had figured is yeah because i i i've done i know a few photographers in the area and it's it's really fun to go out and shoot Mm -hmm. but i almost don't even see that as a photography community i I see that as just my my friends okay and that's what i was asking because you had said that like just going out with your friends who also have cameras i'm like okay so you just basically photography just fell into your friend group or yeah it was funny how once you start getting into it it's something you can relate to others maybe you wouldn't normally Mm -hmm. relate to with it and so you go out together right and a friendship kind of forms just based on you going out and trying stuff and taking pictures of each other and the adventure there as well yeah yeah and and it's it's really funny the way it's evolved because now very recently, I've I've kind of taken a good hard look at what I want to do, and photography is a part of that. Mm-hmm. And it never really was a part of that. It was always a side thing. It was always something I've kind of resisted, right? Because I I get kind of anxious and nervous about editing, and you know, because I'm taking portraits. This is right. like somebody's someone's face. image, like you said. Yeah. yeah, this is this is their representation. This is what they're going to use for whatever they've hired me for or asked me to do, and mm-hmm. and I I feel that weight. And that's good. You know? I mean, it's it's you taking on the passion or the burden of the passion. <laughs> the uh, burden of the passion. But, I mean, it's it means you care about what you're doing, yeah. which is the burden of the passion, really. Yeah. It's just like, what? This I, would be a lot I cooler do. if I just could just say, fuck it. I've gotten a lot better. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better about, you know, really just being more decisive mm-hmm. and being more like, this is what I do, this is what I don't do. When you ask me to do this, here's what that entails. Right. You know, like you're you're trusting me to pick them. You're trusting me to edit them. If you don't like it, we can do it again. But right, and it's know. more of a it's more of a confidence and uh, a surety in yourself. Trusting your own skills is yeah. huge. Yeah, and just the only way to do that, I've learned is is just throwing yourself into the fire, mm. just pure experience and, and messing up a lot. <laughs> and exactly that is if you don't like it. This is what you get w- from me. Yeah, yeah. And I and that also is what helps artists of whatever uh, notion develop into their own style or their own voice, whether it be through photography or uh, paint or yeah, comedy, whatever. It be telling you this is how I'm gonna work, and whether you like it or not, and I will work within you liking it or not. But this is just how I'm working. It helps you develop how you work yeah. better. It's Yeah, it's really incredible when you start to... I, I never... S- I, how do I say this? I, I was trying to emulate other people's tones and styles mm-hmm. for so long, like, you know, in my teen years and early 20s when I just didn't really know what I was doing. Right. Um, Would you say this musically or... Photography. Photography. Yeah, and and musically too, actually. Um, Music is a little different. That's always been more like Mm. my soul kind of thing, like my what I really have always just wanted to do. Right. known I wanted to do. Photography was always kind of this like little thing I kind of protected as mine Mm -hmm. for a while, but the more I have found that I try to do that now, the more resistance and anxiety I get. And I just... Yeah, it's 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 funny how recent this shift to accepting myself as a photographer has been. Probably a lot sooner than anyone would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more recent, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's a 
yeah, I take it really seriously when people ask me to take their image. And, and people have told me they, they know one of my photos when they see it now. Mm -hmm. And that exact phrase is the kind of thing that when I was like 16, that was my That's all one you were dream. Yeah. I just want people to know. And I, I didn't even know where to begin with finding mm -hmm. a tone. Like, how do you, like, voice tone? What? <laughs> like, uh, the style? How can you hear me through... Yeah. How do I develop my own? Right. What? That just, how does that happen? Do people have like whiteboards in their house with, you know, pictures taped up in string, like that one Charlie from <laughs> It's Always Sunny? Like, is that what people right. do? And it's it's cool to look back and see all the, the different people I've taken pictures of and all the ways I've changed and the things I mm -hmm. want to do and shoot ideas. And it's like, wow, there there it is. There's right. The tone. There's a development of the tone, and too. And it, it just happens. Right. You know, you just do it enough and... You learn enough from each time. You forget your memory card enough. And, <laughs> you know, remember to bring it the next time or, you know, use one thing and it worked, use another thing and it didn't. And mm. all these little, you know, ways right. on the path, all these little milestones or hurdles or deviations turn your work into yours. Right. And you're compiling skill and experience along the way. Yeah. And bringing it with you wherever you go as well. Yeah. And like when, you, like you said, when you figure out this thing works and, you figure out this thing doesn't, well, then you do the thing that works a little bit more often and you fall away from the thing that doesn't yeah. a little more often. Or finding when that thing that didn't work works. That's been a big Even thing. Even more, yeah. Yeah, the subtlety of it. It's funny. It's really funny. I, The the recent epiphany I actually had with this, maybe you'd be interested. Um, this was just a few days ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I was scrolling Instagram one morning before I started work and there's this photographer that I really have followed for a long time and I, I just love his work. He's a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. He lives in LA and he hadn't posted for a while and I didn't notice that until I saw that he had posted. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen this guy's work in a while. Mm -hmm. And it was a birthday post for his wife, but the way it was written and styled, it, it sort of seemed like she had passed away. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Because I know that they had collaborated a lot And I went back on his profile and I saw that over the course of 2020, his wife had been struggling with a form of, I think it was leukemia. Mm. And he didn't post as much. And she was his collaborator. They, she was an artist too. Um, and he's a really good writer, this this artist. And he was there were a few posts, just a few from the past year of him writing about this experience. You know, they thought she was going to make it and then she didn't. Mm. And they were a young couple. You know, they have right. young kids. And I'm reading this and I'm just sobbing you know for these people that i i don't know right right and just feeling it so much and looking at the pictures of this this woman and their family and all pictures that he had taken mm -hmm. over the past however many years right and some and just the way he wrote everything s something about that i had kind of been building to a <laughs> bigger epiphany like this for a while but this was really just the thing that locked it in And I was like, it is my job to document people mm -hmm. because sometimes you don't get a second chance to take photos of that person. And sometimes those photos that you take is all someone that's mm -hmm. that's what you have. Right. You know, and I don't know. It was just this really I'd been thinking that for a while. People have told me that before. I had heard that before. I had had that thought many, many times before. But something about something about just this one flash The way he was such a good writer, the photos that mm -hmm. I saw, I don't know, something about it. I don't know if it was a culmination of other things that had happened in 2020 or things that I've watched my friends go through. But or that he w he was an admirable figure to you as well. Yeah, but it just hit. And it, it was it was a culmination of things, like you said, that needed to hit. Yeah. Because um, sometimes we need those uh, purpose-defining epiphanies. Yeah, and I've, I've had a few people recently tell me that just really encourage me. And mm -hmm. my photography in a way that it was something I always kind of hid, music and mm -hmm. photography. Right. When I was in high school or college, you know, I didn't want to be the stereotypical annoying girl with a camera or <laughs> annoying girl with, you know, a guitar. I didn't I didn't want to. You didn't, you didn't want the Taylor Swift vibes. Yeah, I, I, I think I had a bit of a complex just because of how ridiculed that yeah. archetype seemed to be. And it S didn't seem like the, no matter how. The, The white girl singer songwriter yeah, type, yeah, yeah, or just someone who says they take photos or says they play guitar, yeah, who you know looks like me. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> you you know, look like the type. Yeah, it's it, like yeah, okay, I'm, I'm sure you do. 
And and to be fair, there was a lot of girls who looked like you saying the exact same thing. I did not blame people. <laughs> I just kept it to myself, and I was like, I'm just going to... I understand why you don't trust me, but believe <laughs> me, I do. I do. <laughs> um, so <laughs> you said you moved around a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but Coast Guard, meaning the reason you're around here, I'm yeah. guessing, is My because of Grand Haven? Yeah. Okay. yeah so you, when did you come to Grand Haven? I came to Grand Haven in oh no 2007 6th sixth grade fifth grade fifth fifth sixth Mm -hmm. and it was it was cool because i think that was a really good age to move to a town where i would be for the rest of high school right because no one really remembered elementary school anyways. Yeah. Because up, up until that point, it was like every year, every two years, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I just thought that was normal. Yeah. And I'm only realizing now <laughs> as a, you know, my frontal, they say your frontal lobe develops at age 24, right? <laughs> and that's, almost concrete now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now that I've got a concrete, <laughs> concrete frontal lobe, I'm seeing how all that moving at a young age might have affected me mm-hmm. um, in good ways, I think. But yeah. I moved in fifth, sixth grade. It does it does help socially, I think. Just yeah. like you had said, it or it's a social tool when you have a thing like an art that you can perform. But that's at any age. But when you're moving around at a young age, it has an adverse or positive effect, depending on the yeah. way you choose to socialize with others. Yeah. Some are very outgoing, and they're like, now I've learned to make friends wherever I go, and others just have turned it off to be like, I don't, these friends aren't sticking around. Why try? Why bother? Yeah. yeah. And, and I had a mix of that. I definitely had new, I, I was the new kid mm-hmm. all the time. You know, and so you you learn to watch, you learn to be adaptable. I didn't have any siblings, so I was just going into right. everything blind with like no partner. So you just roll with it, mm-hmm. you know, and you just find your way. And I, I remember I really struggled when we moved to Grand Haven because it's such a small community and it's such a niche community that you know the new kid was like a event, right. and I was kind of a weird, scrappy like oddball scruffy little kid that never wanted to comb their hair okay well, i was gonna know? ask what kind of kid were you just yeah. just like that scrappy oddball scruff you say scruffy yeah it was <laughs> scruffy yeah my, my parents <laughs> always used to get like pretty frustrated and they used to wear like ragamuffin because i never wanted to comb my hair i was a, i wanted to be a tomboy i wanted mm-hmm. to be cool you know tomboys don't comb th- boys yeah, don't tomboys comb their hair boys don't comb their hair but uh yeah and i just yeah i remember grand haven was a bit of a struggle for me because I had never experienced the all eyes on the new kid as much as I did there because right. it was so small and everyone that had been there had been there forever and these yeah, teachers it's that, that had, beach town old money yeah and yeah. These, these teachers that had not only these kids but their siblings and their parents yeah. and oh I remember you from this like all these legacy kids and it, it took a while to get adjusted mm-hmm. and I, I don't think I ever quite did I remember I graduated high school early too I was just like deuces like I'm I'm how'd out you, how'd you do that I by <laughs> I think there's like signs up now in Grand Haven High School that say like you can't switch your classes or you <laughs> can't do this because of me I was always like if I invent this independent study and I get these teachers to sign off on it and I test out of these weird <laughs> random classes that I might be able to do a pass fail on mm-hmm. I'll have enough credits to get out you know there was there was a lot that we know no high school student takes advantage of when it comes to like testing out of a class that is actually pretty easy to do if you're yeah. if you're smart and you're already in like some AP or advanced classes you can actually just add to your credits yeah they don't they don't leave. tell you that they don't really make it like an easy i think they have now maybe i think things mm. are a little bit more accessible now i think it's cuz kids are smarter or they're they're realizing that Kids are being pushed more now, I yeah. think, and it's, yeah. I think maybe we ruined it or whatever, but a lot of us performed under our potential. Yeah. It's and it was a lot of, especially in the turn of, start, not to cut you off, oh, no, please, but you. just in the turn of the technological age where like iPads are just being, we had a lot of leeway with that oh yeah i'm so glad that we didn't have to do high school with a school assigned mm-hmm. chromebook or laptop yeah. like i only had it in high school um 
Oh, you had it? Yeah, I think my uh, my junior and senior year, right on. I think, is when we got them. Zealand, I mean. Oh, yeah, right on. It's I, I would have thought Grand Haven had them before us. N- no, I think they were implement. I don't know. I, <laughs> maybe. I, th- I know a couple years after me, they implemented them, mm-hmm. but... So how how early did you get out? I was supposed to graduate 2014, but I graduated 2013. Dang, so the whole, a whole year. Well, I did a I did a that was back when they did trimesters. Oh, okay. So I was able to do one trimester my senior year and then go right into college nice. for the second semester of Grand mm. Valley. Nice. So you went to Grand Valley. Yeah. Did you graduate from Grand Valley? I did. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Would you uh, <laughs> would you study geography? A1. Yep. And you're completely using that degree right totally. now, right? Absolutely. Beautiful. You love to see it. I use Google Maps every day <laughs> <laughs> to get to places because I can't do it by myself. <laughs> well, I mean, you weren't studying Grand Rapids geography. You're studying like world geography, right? I can't. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just say that. <laughs> yep. You good with <laughs> maps then? Like Google Maps doesn't trip you up, does it? With left and oh, right? Yeah. I'm so good at maps that like Google Maps gets in my way. <laughs> it just it just confuses me. Excuse me, stop talking at me. I have this I read these maps. No, I I I kind of just picked something that I could have like you know, would be useful if I needed it mm-hmm. as a degree right? or just yeah. as a subject matter. Well, like the degree is funny cuz it's it's kind of like build your own degree. You know, when people okay. hear geography, it's like, "Oh, like maps," but it, what it really is is like GIS technology and urban planning mm-hmm. and uh, you know, cultural geography, you know, the okay. way ideas move yeah. and why things happen. Like, uh, pandemics use a lot of mm-hmm. like social geography and we studied right. pandemics. I remember when I was in college, if only we had known. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the timing was just off. There. Yeah. It, and also like anthropology and things like that. Related subjects. Yeah. 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 Um, I loved anthropology and well, I was a psychology major and oh, political science minor. Yeah. And anthropology was a close second for a minor because I, I just all three of those really are how is how are how people are interacting. And it's fascinating. Very, very much so. That was the thing that drew me to it is like, oh, people are studying this thing <laughs> that I thought people only just noticed kind of casually. Right. But there's there's a science. Yeah, the to tendencies this. of others yeah. and how they interact with others. How did this idea get over here mm-hmm. in the 1800s? You know, our our friend Joe Elder, friend of the pod, he is someone who's very adamant um, about expressing that his appreciation for that, just like that cultural or yeah, cultural geography and exactly the spreading of ideas and how people on this side of the globe. And people on this side of the globe somehow figured out to do the same thing at the same time, or like had the same developments when yeah. it become. Uh, anyways, when it comes it's to developing in general, so fascinating. Yeah, I think anthropology is probably what links mm-hmm. our majors to each other. But Definitely. yeah, totally using that degree now. <laughs> but no, I, I just picked something kind of. All right, I have. I'm doing this. I'm in school. It's mm-hmm. not killing me, and I get to have a little bit of fun. Right. So. It was, it was good. And so now for work, I understand you're actually not using it. But By day, I'm a graphic designer. <laughs> nice. Yeah, for a publishing company. And that had nothing to do with any degree that you... Uh, when they found out that my degree was in geography, everyone on my team on the floor, it was actually this cartoonish moment where everyone turned around and they were like, what? <laughs> How are you here? <laughs> and it was funny because graphic design was... I'm not like good at it by any means, but I can get by, you know, I, I do more corrections on okay. other people's yeah. work, like QC and that kind of thing, <laughs> but I'm not like a superstar. Um, it's funny cause that's just one of the skills I picked up kind of alongside with photography, photography and, and uh, yeah. editing and oh, things well, like that. Hey, walk the beat. Why would you pay these people to do that? I can probably figure that out. Yeah. I'm going to figure that out. And then it just snowballs. Right. You know? You yeah. Put, you build it and people come. I mean, people who also do stand-up comedy learn to do uh, video and audio stuff as exactly. well as editing and things yes. like that. And, yeah, because you have to be your own content your own creator. Everything. So it makes sense. Content. Speaking of content, um, you have some new content out that just came out. Yeah. Well, um and more coming? More it was so much more coming. Yes. So, so we'll wrap up by kind of promoting that. Oh right on, cool, okay. 
Well, um, not, not like immediately rep. You got it. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm not sure. Are you familiar with Dogtown Studios? Yes. Yeah, Ravi and Tito. I am more familiar with uh, all the recordings I've seen done at Dogtown, but yeah. They're a powerhouse mm-hmm. team. They're just amazing. I had seen their work for so long and finally contacted him a few months ago, maybe at the beginning of the summer, and I was like, hey, I'd love for you to do some videos mm-hmm. with me this summer and this fall. And he goes, that's so great. Um, why don't you come do a live stream? And I said, awesome. Mm-hmm. And so we did the live stream first and just hit it off. Just create a vision. Just, you know, you know how sometimes you just meet people. Two people just align. Yeah. yeah, just like, whoa, we can finish each other's <laughs> sandwiches. Quesadillas. Dang yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, we were close. I was so close. Um, I think a quesadilla is a sandwich. Go on. And we just, you know, Ravi and I especially, we just kind of start talking and it just... We get so excited and amped mm-hmm. up because we just, I've got a little uh, experience with video too, so we can kind of mm-hmm. like talk about the same things. And so for my videos that summer, we planned to do backyard sessions. Right. Where I just threw a little party and then did some live videos. Mm-hmm. And those ended up being really fun. My friend played viola and uh, my drummer came out and it was really great. And then after that. Was this that, during the day or at night? At night. That was like the a fire. Summer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I do recall. Uh, I've been sprinkling those yeah. here and there, but the the big one we just did that mm. I'm really really excited about is I invited Emily Petersmark of the Crane Wives and Hannah Lane of Earth Radio mm. to do a full moon session with me. My my idea was that I wanted you know two other women. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be other women uh, singing with me under a full moon, mm-hmm. and that was the only idea I had. And Robbie ran with it, and we kind of just like fleshed it out and thought of you know. The idea and place and everything and the day of it just totally came together beautifully. I do. I have to say, I love the quality of the live recordings Thank as well. You. So Robbie crushes. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, and the uh, graphic for Bradley. Okay. Yeah, Bradley did the graphic. Um, I wasn't gonna put it up on Spotify, but people really seemed to like the video and like the song. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we just because we we did the arrangement that day. Wow. You know, and recorded it that night, and it was such a special day too. We we just kind of hung out all day and did made some cool stuff, and the energy was just so incredible. And so I decided to put the song on mm-hmm. Spotify, and I was like, "Well, I need cover art, <laughs> and I know exactly who I'm going to ask." <laughs> and it, so, how do, what's your relationship with Bradley? I met Bradley at Buses by the Beach mm-hmm. in two. 2018 i think do you know buses by the beach no so it's a it's a festival in grand haven at camp blodgett of course and i was asked to take pictures there i used to do photos for local spins all the time oh, okay um and so i went and took pictures local and I spins was like, i am familiar with yeah I love local spins. it may it may sound like i don't know about anything we're talking you know about, you know more than you but think local you spins do, i, I do <laughs> well the scene in grand rapids i feel like it's getting so big that pockets are developing and if you're in one pocket you don't know about the other ones right well i mean especially the creative scene yeah because i mean Haley's also a musician um i don't don't know if you guys talk about that not yet no she does lessons too you guys teach people whatever i can't teach people stand-up comedy they wouldn't take my lessons they might well they're children they wouldn't want me to teach their children i think that's the difference here yeah that's key (laughs) that's key there's a big difference between I would let you teach me versus... Yeah. Can my. you give me stand-up lessons versus can you give my 12-year-old stand-up lessons? Yeah, that's a different beast. <laughs> but um, but I said I say that to say, like, from the punk scene um, where Jackie, my other producer, is from more of the folk uh, and rock scene. Um, and what would you... This I don't know. I was going to pigeonhole you into a photography scene again. Um, no, please. which we've already talked about. You just said that the, your photography scene was just your friends. Oh yeah. But uh, what would you say your pocket has been? Good question. Honestly, I th- I think it all I in in my head and in my heart and when I look back in my memories, the <laughs> core of everyone I know and everything I do. It all just kind of, I just picture Third Coast Recording Studio mm-hmm. and Walk the Beat and everybody that came through there during that time and everybody that was a part of Walk the Beat and um, like Olivia Vargas, August, Earth Radio, like Dutchess Snedeker, um, the Crane Wives, the mm-hmm. Accidentals. Uh, it, it all just kind of started in those formative years. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Shannon Tomasic, her no. photography. She's a really amazing photographer, good friend of mine in that area. Ke- mm-hmm. Her partner, Kevin Kozell 
um, works at the studio and mm-hmm. is a really great guitar player. So in my like, in my brain, if my brain was a place you could <laughs> visualize, it would just be. It's just yeah, that feels like the heart of it. Mm-hmm. You know that area just from in those years, and so I I don't really know how to describe myself. I guess amongst all that, I feel like I've just kind of entered as mm-hmm. a musician. Like right. here I am as a musician putting things out. It's always kind of been mm-hmm. in the background, kind of just there, mm-hmm. you know, at events, helping run events, taking pictures, doing this, maybe doing a little show here and there. Right. Um, so I don't know. T- TBD. <laughs> TBD. TBA. My, my, my pocket to be determined. To be determined. And until my pocket is determined, you can't be considered out of pocket. Exactly. So I there like you go. that. Let's get that in Latin and get <laughs> tattoos. I think I uh, first we'll get it in... Um, not what's it called when you Sanskrit? needlepoint perfect get yeah. it in needlepoint translate it to latin see how it looks see how it looks first yeah check it in sanskrit we'll, we'll have bradley do the concept art for beautiful. us yeah perfect beautiful i we i also have not a bradley but a bradshaw a ben bradshaw he just did the new cover art for my podcast um, i noticed that that was great yes it looks much better i love um, it <laughs> but yeah so shout out all all creative Bradys, and all the creative, creative, creatives, creative Bradleys, creative Bradleys or Benleys, Bradshaws. Anyways, but yeah, Brad. Um, <laughs> it was funny when I met Bradley actually because I was taking pictures and he was he had a he has this print shop with his friend David where they carve. They're both really phenomenal artists. They carve. Uh, what do you call it? Like, it's it's print stamping. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, not stencils. stencils. Okay. It's like it's actually carving into a block of wood, like block printing, and they make this art on these blocks of wood and ink them, and they can mm. print anything. And they they were doing that at at buses by the beach, which is just a small festival. I couldn't even believe it was there for so long. I was like, has this been here the whole time? It's a bunch of VW buses that come from all over the world just to camp and hang out and listen when? to music. And it's not during like Coast Guard festival. No, it's or right in the spring. And I was like, it's oh, okay. my favorite festival. Honestly, now I go every year. I'm and starting to believe you just made it up. No, it sounds like I made it up but it's awesome um it's so fun and it was funny because they they have a a shop called jebu 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 where they make all this really Mm. sweet clothes it's based in marquette i believe i was gonna say i would think that sound familiar yeah no it's so cool his tiktok like exploded because he does these really cool asmr videos of him carving and printing i bet yeah once you say carving anything i can picture like the shavings and i'm like i'd love to watch it and they have such a distinct style but what's funny is you know we kind of hit it off him me and david and Bradley has really long hair that's kind of the same Mm -hmm. color as mine (laughs) and we both had yellow sunglasses on at that festival Mm -hmm. and i remember walking around and everybody thought i was him from (laughs) far away (laughs) until they got closer and they're like oh you are you are not bradley my bad but that's like my number one memory is being mistaken for bradley the same day you met him i'm like no (laughs) but and i'm sorry also i'm sorry that i'm not bradley i i wish i was but no, just it's. I think you're fine. You're, you're going. I'll right. survive. Yeah. I'll survive. But thank you for the compliment on the new stuff. I'm working on an album right now, getting mm-hmm. all the demos together, and also some really cool videos <sighs> that I'm gonna I'm gonna post more. And it's so cool that all of this stuff is finally coming together. And you know, there's artists to, who are also my friends to help mm-hmm. make the cover art, and people who are also my friends to help right. produce the album. It's the collaborative arts that. I love to admire publicly, but that I love to be a part of as well, and that I love to just observe, uh, just people working together, especially from different aspects of art, does that make sense? But yeah. different areas of art coming together for one person, basically, or one person's... One project. Yes, yeah. one project or one vision, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. But it's... It's awesome to see teamwork for a common goal, especially yeah. when it is seemingly selfless teamwork as well. That is the most beautiful thing. You'll you'll hear a lot of people talk about the music and art scene around here in this way, especially just mm-hmm. in Michigan as a whole. Yeah, it's definitely. It's so collaborative. It's so supportive. It's so genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's so... Everybody has this core notion that there is always enough to go around. Right. And when you have more than you need, you build a longer table. Yeah, and it hasn't always been that way from what I've observed in the local music scene. But, I mean, even in the 
uh, comedy scene. It's been it's been that way mostly since I've been a part of it. Yeah. But everyone who's been in it longer than I have is saying it. Oh, it wasn't always wasn't like this. Like and you guys are lucky that it is like this yeah. now. And also on that similar note, I'd like to say that it's awesome to see more videos um, and like music video uh, from a local it's nice to see. Let me try this, this sentence take over as, again. Take as many times as you need. We can cut it. We'll leave it in. Who cares? Um, it's organic. <laughs> it's real. It's not authentic stuff. It's nice to see the local scene making a stretch to, to work on music videos again. Because it, to me, it seems like another step in dedication or care about the the art that's being put out. Yeah. I th- I think Robbie and Tito of Dogtown have been, at least in Grand Rapids and the surrounding mm-hmm. area, a huge catalyst for that. Definitely because of the live sessions. Of the course. live sessions and just like what they offer people. They offer everybody such a unique, their own vibe thing. Right. Um, they, p- people want to have music videos mm-hmm. with them because... I don't know. I, I really feel like they're driving that big. Push it's like a personal curation. Right yeah, they really consider who people. they're working with, mm-hmm. which is something I think that's the reason I get along so well with them because I do the same thing with photography. I was just gonna say it's, it's like, the same. Yeah, like here's what I do, but you're also you, and we've got to find a way to combine that. Right. In a way that feels good for both of us. Mm-hmm. And Dogtown, the guys at Dogtown, just really approach every project like that. Mm-hmm. How can we serve this with our vibe right i guess so <laughs> how can we make this vibe mesh yeah and they're this doing everyone's mesh? videos right now it's they're they're making it so easy and accessible for people too whereas before i remember every time i looked into getting a music video done it was like just really complicated and it was going to be a lot of money and mm-hmm. to make it what you want it you have to have a really big budget right and which no one this, has especially at this level not, not to say that anyone's above anyone whatever Nobody's got a spare quarter of a million dollars around exactly. for a crane and How's a helicopter. Your, what's your budget for this video looking like? Uh, well, I just made this money today. I, I have a fly that just flew out <laughs> of my, my cartoon leather wallet. That's what we're working the, with. Um, I was going to say the, the SpongeBob meme of the uh, uh, napkin, the napkin, potato chip, and pen. Never mind. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. I don't think you do. We're just Take it away. <laughs> um Lauren, thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. Thank for you so having much for me. coming. Is there anything you would like to promote before we head out? Um, you can follow me at at L O J A J O H. You can like me on Facebook. It's Lauren L O R E N Johnson. Yes, the different Lauren. Yeah, the different Lauren. And you can find me on Spotify and stream the new live single. Yes. And stay new live mourned. New live single called Stay Close to Me. Stay Close to Me. Uh s- follow her on that's what you do on Spotify, I believe. Follow on yep. Spotify. Um follow like pin share. What's what are the other words? No, uh, let's not go there. Smash <laughs> that like button. Yeah, be sure to leave a comment down below. Down below, we can talk about both of us. You can talk about our hair. She covered hers up with a hat. Very smart move. I did. I went back and forth a lot. I should have. I really should have. Um, jealous of your hair. You got those curls. Mine is just like a mushroom. This is nappy. No, I, it needs to be tamed. Well, I have another hat. D- well, if you want to redo this whole thing. <laughs> all right, we run it back. We're tending hats. <laughs> Thank you again so much for joining Thanks for having me. me. Of course. Um, really cool. Full circle. Yes. And do you not worry? Don't you worry? Um, one, I was going to ask you. I can ask you off. You will be having some photos and images being shown. So when we talk about Lauren's style of photography, you will have seen um, what she's talking about. So just know that those images will be I'm talking to you now. Just know that those images will be shoved in right to on. where we were talking. Cool. And as well as, if you'd like your new single, yeah. Stay Close to Me, right on. which you, you can hear right now.
Stay close to me.